I want every artist, every comedian, every promoter, and I want the entire world to hear this because this is going to be the last time I ever speak on this. Three years ago, I had an epiphany. I had a vision. Sitting in the entertainment capital of the world, not Hollywood. In a city that never sleeps. Sitting in Fremont with Amarillo Sour in my hand. Looking at a laser show. With Believer by Imagine Dragons playing. And I was high on weed. And I had a vision to one day do an event in Las Vegas. And the reason why is because I'm a visionary. I'm a creative genius. A lot of y'all don't know who I am. You just know the name Petty Murphy. But a lot of people know who Terrence Hayes is. And the creative genius behind Petty Murphy was created by Terrence Hayes. Petty Murphy's nothing but a puppet. I, Terrence Hayes, am its puppet master. And everything that I have done in 13 years of being in entertainment, whether it's in stand-up comedy, improv, acting, producing, promoting, creating, and hosting. This was blessed upon me This was a gift I never knew I had. I knew I could be creative. But in a realm that I've never got myself into. It was a dare. And that's when I went on stage January 5th of 2009. So as I'm sitting in Las Vegas, September 18th, 2018. That vision came in. And it's because of all the shows that I have done. And all those shows that I've done in the past brought people together. It brought unity. And it brought like-minded people together. It introduced me to like-minded people who are about unity in entertainment and also in the culture, in the community. It brought me people. It brought me to people that feel the same way that I do. Great entertainment for great value. So, 2020 happens. I birthed the Petty Murphy Project. 
Now, the Petty Murphy Project in less than 24 months is worldwide, is on multiple, multiple networks worldwide in countries worldwide. All because I took the creativity of a product and turned it into gold. The same way that I did The Pope Has Spoken, Banned in the USA, State of the Union 1, 2, 3, Most Hated 1, 2, 3, 4, Cracking Up. January the 8th of 2022 will be Most Hated Homecoming. All these shows, all the miles traveled across this country, I took a risk in 2021 because I assumed that everybody in America would get vaccinated after the devastation that COVID-19 brought to this country and this economy and the people and entertainment. I lost a lot in 2020. I was able to pull off two shows. Well, three. I was able to pull off three shows in 2020, barely. Because of that threat. I traveled across the country in 2020. From Omaha, Chicago, St. Louis, Wichita. Yeah, I actually came to Wichita in 2020. On the low low. Well, 4th of July, I came to see my family announced that. But I came to Wichita on the low low. Didn't tell nobody. And I traveled back and forth. So as I was sitting there, and I was getting ready to basically, I had most hated unfinished business set up. I had most hated four in Halton City set up. That vision came to me again. How do you really go hard in the paint? You go back to Las Vegas. You haven't been to Las Vegas. Now, it's an every three year trip to Vegas because I went in 2015 and I went twice in 2018. So if I was going to go back, I was going to do a show. And I told myself that on September 18th of 2018, if I ever came back to Las Vegas, I was going to do a show. I was going to do a big show to appeal to the masses because a lot of y'all don't know is that people across this country and across this world do watch what I do. That's why I have so many connections, whether it is in the underground game, whether it's a Grammy Award winning producer I went to college with, whether it's record executives, whether it's comedians in Hollywood, actors in Hollywood, I have those connections. It's because of what I stand for. 
and how I'm able to basically change the narrative. So, I came up with Petty Fest. It was going to be a four-day festival. Technically, it was supposed to be three, but with so many artists wanting to get in, I made it four. And that was under the assumption that this country would be back to normal, herd immunity, everyone's vaccinated, everyone can have a good time. But I'm going to break this down to y'all. Nobody thought that the Delta variant, because there were several other variants of COVID-19 before the Delta came in. And see what a lot of people don't do is they don't watch the news. They don't watch the mainstream news. They don't watch their local news. They don't read their local newspaper. They're always on social media. They're always on Facebook. Finding out what happened with some celebrity. What's up with Will and Jada? You know, what did Kanye do whatsoever? But nobody, or, you know, the Paul brothers or the Island boys out here trying to make it. Nobody really pays attention to what's going on in this country, especially in our government. Yeah, Trump, the insurrection at the Capitol, Joe Biden. But nobody really pays attention to how many people across this country have died from COVID-19, including Famous people in the entertainment game. Nobody pays attention to that part. I paid attention late July, early August. Seeing how hospitals across this country were calling other hospitals across this country to take in patients because their emergency rooms were full. There were no beds available. Seeing how people who are not getting vaccinated because they wanted to stand on their political beliefs die from don't want to wear a mask, not want to get in the vaccination. And then seeing the festivals like Rolling Loud and, you know, Lollapalooza. Garth Brooks having a concert on a tour and the cases just keep going up. Numbers keep going up and up and up. The death toll keeps going up and up and up. Mandates being placed by the CDC. Venues and everything else too because everything was set up. You know, I took my life savings out to put this festival on. And yes, artists, I hate to tell y'all this, but when a platform is being created by a creator and they're putting their money, their time, their hard work, their blood, their sweat, their tears into this to give you a platform and to put money in your pocket to give you the exposure and the experience, 
there's a few that understood that concept. And these are a few people that are in my team that understands how I work and how I operate. This is business. A lot of these you new cats that came a part of it, you heard from other people wanting to get in, other people wanted to jump in. The original plan for Petty Fest was for me and my people, such as Root Action, such as Satilla, such as Tilda Death Records, ICT Boy King, Jay Flick Drake, Richie Beasy, Danielle DeAnda, you know, Chop on the Radio, Nick Gibbs, Invest Entertainment, you know, my people to go out to Las Vegas and rock it. But see, I made a cardinal mistake. I opened it up for everybody across this country. And why did I do that? It's because I'm unselfish. I like to give everybody an opportunity. The same type of opportunity that was given to me. The people don't understand that concept until the end. So when those things happened, and I'm starting to see things being canceled, you know, somebody that was going to be a part of Petty Fest caught COVID and I had just hosted an award show, so I was around him. So I had to quarantine for two weeks. Now, granted, I got vaccinated May 7th, eight days before most hated unfinished business night one. I had to vaccinate for 14 days. Then... There was a show that I was supposed to do in Omaha with my friend Lavetti Vegas. He caught COVID and he was in the hospital and nearly died. And so, after talking to people, even sponsors that were part of the show, it was best to pull the show out of Las Vegas and see there's a reason why a lot of people talk about, oh, I got people in Las Vegas. No, you do, but they don't. Pay attention because they always give you misleading information. Vegas was at 70% mandates. So as soon, a little bit before, you know, the Delta variant really, really hit hard. I'm going to say around the, what, first week of August, everything was wide open. It was 100%. But yet, you got the CDC placing mandates and let you know, um, venues know, it's like, hey, it's the promoter's choice, venue's choice. And at that time, there were artists that didn't want to get vaccinated, refused to get vaccinated, did not want to go to the COVID test and stuff too, while there were others that were. So the best thing to do while people were dying at a rapid pace was to pull the event out of Las Vegas and make it virtual. Now, what a lot of you artists don't understand about virtual shows is that virtual shows, actually, in 2020, there was a cool thing about millions of virtual shows across this world. That trend, and it helped a lot of artists, helped a lot of comedians in a major way. It opened up more doors. It's because in-person events, people remember you one day whatsoever. They may follow you on social media. 
but they don't, that doesn't make an impact. Because you're in a certain city, at a certain venue, and they'll remember you one day, and then you know they'll probably forget about you the next. So, with a virtual show being live streamed, which the original plan for Petty Fest was to live stream the entire event for those who could not make it out to Las Vegas. So, the notion from others when I pulled the event, I was like, oh, he just switched up the virtual at the last minute. No. See, what a lot of you cats don't understand is that there were two pages for the Petty Fest event. One was created by me weeks before the second one was made. And on May 30th of this year, I made a post. And it was number four on that list that this event would be live streamed virtually so people can watch. So it was going to be a virtual and in-person event. But artists don't really understand the business side of it is because they only look at the music side of it. But they never understand the logistics side of everything. They don't understand the day-to-day -day operations you have to go through to make sure this show pops. And this is why a lot of you guys artists get passed over also too is because promoters do be seeing your work ethic. Yeah, your music may be hot, but where's your work ethic? Can you promote? Can you push the envelope? Can you put asses in seats? So when I pulled Petty Fest out of Las Vegas, yeah, a lot of these artists were pissed because they did invest their money in there. It went between 50 to $300. And I took that money and I put that into the event so that everything can be marketed and to where everyone can monetize off of it with their ticket sales, their merchandise, their streams, whatever. I put my money to match that and a little bit more to match that so you guys can have that platform. But when I told everybody it was going to be virtual, I got a lot of backlash on it. Also got a lot of praise for it is because the backlash is unnecessary. It's been unnecessary. To call me a scammer is wrong. I have never scammed anybody in my entire life. What you artists don't understand is that had we had this festival in Las Vegas at the time the Delta variant was still relevant and it still is, Omicron is taken over. Had anyone caught COVID, whether it was an artist, a patron of the venue, a worker at the venue, any venue they were at, because there was four, uh, three venues, if someone had caught COVID and we came in close contact with them during the festival, I would have had to shut the festival down. So everybody can make, to make sure that everybody did not come in contact with that person or they got sick. It would have been 10 times worse 
because we would have had to stay in Las Vegas to quarantine. People would have lost their jobs. We lost more money. And I think that's where people don't seem to understand what I'm saying and what I was saying then and I'm saying now. I have given, I gave you guys the opportunity to do the show virtual. And the reason why is because had you had done the show virtual, this would have helped out for Petty Fest too. The people would have known who you are. I think the crowds would have been a lot bigger. People would have traveled across the world just to come see you perform in person, live. It would have opened up more doors for you, more connections for you. It would have helped your music, have I been elevated your comedy career? Whatever your heart desires, it would have elevated you. But a lot of you cats are on blow up. Y'all hit me up looking for your money. And I have paid some of their, these people back their money. I haven't paid all. A lot of people are like, yo, keep that, man. Put it towards next year's event. I'm there. But the rest of y'all don't contact me. You want to contact other partners and stuff into it. And some of these partners put these people in there. But I took accountability. This morning... Getting two messages. It pissed me off. Because the reason why I haven't gotten everything taken care of for everybody else is because of my family situation. My mother almost died of a heart attack days before Thanksgiving. So I've been gone trying to handle my family business while pursuing my degree and my bachelor's degree in business administration, specialty in marketing. And on November 20th, I asked the people to give me privacy and respect my privacy. Because my family means the my family means the world to me. And before my mom had a heart attack and almost died, my brother, who has sickle cell anemia, was in the ICU with COVID and sickle cell. Two years ago, no, yeah, two years ago, my brother had was in the hospital for sickle cell and he almost died after suffering two strokes and a heart attack. He shouldn't be on this earth right now. He already has one deadly disease strike against him with sickle cell anemia. And catching COVID and praying that he does not die. Sad. I have a my mom one of my mom's closest friends was like an aunt to me, was in the hospital at the same time with COVID. I've lost friends to COVID. Former teachers, friends, co former co-workers to COVID-19. And you artists who don't understand this business are on blow up. It's bullshit. And by you guys saying, oh, we don't want to do a virtual show because they don't do well. Well, they do do well. 
The problem is, is that you want in-person crowds, which is fine and dandy. I want that too, but I want to be safe about mine. I have a family. I have a mom. I have a dad. I have a stepdad. I have aunties. I have uncles. I have nieces and nephews. I have cousins. I have friends. And I have ambition. I got a lot more in life to accomplish. And that's what people don't get. And a lot of y'all don't understand. That's real selfish. Very selfish. So now, I can admit I fucked up, but people also need to understand they fucked up too. Because you could have basically had an opportunity. Hell, some of y'all could have been on this show January the 8th. Hell, I got another show in Miami in March, and I got a show in Chicago in June. Any of you guys that pulled out of Petty Fest can get a slot. You didn't want that. You wanted your money back. And it's taken a while to get that money back. It's because I had a clause in those contracts because of COVID-19. A lot of you artists want to talk about, well, I'm going to sue you and this and that. You can't sue me. Because when, if you try to sue me, the contract has that clause in it. And in that clause, I had six months to a year to pull the event out and have been honored because of COVID-19 and its restrictions. So my thing is to the people that are like this, is not getting vaccinated and believing your political beliefs. Is it worth not trying to not only save your life and your family's life and your friends and your neighbor's life, but people that come around you? Is it is that is that worth it to see somebody you love in a hospital bed with oxygen mask? And if they beat it, they have complications for life where they can't breathe, walk. I've even heard some have lost um, lost their legs, lost their arms, gone blind because of what COVID-19 has done and ravaged their body. But a lot of you artists don't get it. So you want to come at me, you want to try to shut me down, but there's a problem. You're only a small problem, but the bigger problem, it is you. It's your ignorance. It's the ignorance of many entertainers, many artists who don't understand a person's vision, a person's purpose in this game and in life. So in closing, I said what I said, and I stand on what I said. I'm not a scammer. 
I've never been a scammer. A lot of you people need to stop listening to misled information because there's been a lot of misled information thrown against me, said about me. And I'm pretty sure that 65% of that information is false. And because somebody can post something on you on social media in a negative light, it's going to bring 150 people who are irrelevant to the situation and don't know what the hell is happening. But you like that shit. You like it. But the thing that you don't like is that I have everything coming to me. I sought redemption. I got the redemption. And yes, business is booming. But you are the sort of trip. Now let your ego and lack of being in a situation like I was at the first week of August. Let your ego dictate your plugs. And it's sad. It's very sad because I create these platforms not just for me. I create for the art and the culture and for the people. Instead of judging me, try getting to know me. LeBron James said it best on Twitter. Fake is acceptable right now. For people that keep it real. I'm Petty Murphy and I approve this message. Yes, yes, yes. It is I, says me. And all who agree are more than three because they're weak. Yes. Yo, I'm in the house now for sure. Because I want to talk about the hearts of men. Who knows what evil lurks within them? But let's take a travel down the blind side and see what we find down this path called. Stranded on death row. So duck when I swing my shit I get rugged like raw head wrecks With fat tracks that fits the gangster type When I recite kinda lethal Niggas know the flow that I kick There's no weak fool I'm murdering niggas Yo, and maybe because of the tone that kicks When I grip the mic and kick shit Niggas can't fuck with So remember I go hardcore And slam the respect like a sensei Whoop bass like Van Damme So any nigga that claim they bossin' Why don't you bring your ass on over to Crenshaw Slauson Take a walk through the hood we up to no good, slanging on things like a real OG should. I'm stacking and macking and packing a tin, so when you're slipping, I sip the clipping, but ain't no set tripping. Cause this death row rolling like the mafia. Think about whooping some ass, but what the fuck's stopping you? Ain't Nathan, but I bust 
leather I'm stranded on death row I'm pumping slugs and motherfuckers Now you know you're outdone Fill the shotgun Corrupt inmates Cell block one No prevention from this lynching of sorts You're a victim From my drive-by of thoughts No extensions All attempts are to fail Blinded by the light It's time you learn frail From a lunatic I'm deaf like arsenic When I kick a wicked bash Dr. Trey will kick the scratch With treachery My literary form will blast And totally surpass the norm Not a storm Plural Make it many storms When I'm vexed I fight leg, necks, and arms In this dimension I'm the presenter And the inventor And the tormentor Deranged Like the hillside strangler MC mangler Tough fight wrangler I write a rhyme Hard as concrete Step to the heat And get burned like mesquite So what you wanna do The narrator RBX Cell block Rage, lyrical murderer, stranded on death row And now I'm serving a lifetime sentence There'll be no repentance, since it's the life that I choose to lead I plead guilty on all counts that the ball bounce where it may It's just another clip into my AK Buck them down with my underground tactics Facts and stacks of clips on my mattress Bed frame, there's another dead thing laying lame Put the shame, who's to blame? Me, the lady of rage, a woman coming from the Hey yo, stepping through the fog and creeping through the smog It's the number one nigga from the hood, doggy dog Making videos, now I stay in Hollywood Busting raps for my snaps, now they call me Eastwood Dre is the doctor and my homie little nigga Warren G is my hand and my hands on the trigger Shooting at the holes with the game that I got Sent to death row cause I wanted to make a grip and serving my rights And I'm still serving for mine, peace To my motherfucking homies doing time In the P&N and the county jail Mobbing with your blue zone, mad as hell And you're saying fuck the police And all the homies on the streets is all about peace And it's driving the cops crazy But ain't nothing but a black thing, baby uh -uh, I'm not flagging, but I'm just sagging I bet you don't wanna see the D-O-double G And you can't see the D-R to the E Or my motherfucking homie D-O-C You know you can't fuck with my motherfucking DJ That's my homie and we call him Warren G And you don't stop Doggy dog, break them down with the motherfucking dog pound That's the only way we'll beat them, mate We gotta smoke them, then choke them like the motherfucking Peter, mate It's like three into the two and two into the one Cell block four piece, doggy dog's done Yo, now you know the path I'm on You think you're strong? See if you can travel on Cause only the weak will try to speak Those who are quiet will always cause riots There's three types of people in the world Those who don't know what happened Those who wonder what happened And people like us from the streets that make things happen Sign up for your podcast. I'm Petty Murphy, and 
Nine. We'll see you soon.